0: Welcome to another episode of Justice Sobriety where we talk and share the tea so- soberly and anonymously. So, a friend requested a topic that I go over, so we're going to go over what changed the second time going through step four and the other steps as well, but I'm not completely through them fully again. So, I'm gonna start with step four. So, there was that. Actually, no. Before that, what was the biggest change in the beginning of going through everything again is that I actually believed in a higher power. The first time I was forcing it because, you know, the book said you had to. You had to surrender yourself. And I didn't really know what that meant until now. So whenever I started Step 4 again, I was more open and I already started to feel that serenity again. So, okay, so now that's out the way. So the people, places, and things I had resentments against, against, it really showed how I let them affect and control my emotions. It was was doing nothing but keep me up at night while they were just living their lives. So I was choosing to suffer instead of just getting through it. Um, But I did like to hold on to these feelings and have them because if I had these feelings, I could justify drinking and my mood swings, and being lazy, and I could even stay angry. And if I did stay angry, then I felt like it was okay to be a bitch, all while not confronting the things that I've been doing wrong. Or even, I could have prevented some of those resentments, but my ego got in the way. Um, The first time I went through step four, the problem was everybody else. Then I realized that, actually, <laughs> most of the things I was angry about, it, it was because I had expectations for people who didn't even want those expectations. They were just trying to do their own thing, and I, I needed them to help validate me and make me feel good about myself, or I wanted their attention, their time, their love, and that's not fair that's really not fair. Um, and then next, whenever it got to the fear, most of my fears listed were things that I had absolutely no control over, which is probably why I feared them because control, it's always been, it's always brought me comfort because I, I feel like I had very little of it, especially growing up. But I feel like you know, we really don't have control of anything and I'm okay with that now. I'm comfortable with that now. But for my entire life, if I could control anything, I would grasp, I would grasp onto it and that would be it. And any chance of me losing that, I would freak out. that's not okay but some of the fears it's like dying before I'm ready to die or fear of heights because why because you can fall and you can die and all this random thing all these random things like losing people I can't control that but I have abandonment issues because I don't like being alone because I don't feel comfortable or confident on my own sometimes But that doesn't mean other people have responsibilities. To me, they have their own lives and their own responsibilities for themselves. Um, Let's see. Step one, I'm backtracking, I know. Uh, Step one, I knew I had a problem. The first time I wasn't sure, I just knew that I just couldn't stop drinking wine or anything that was in front of me. I just always wanted it. And that was a problem it was it was controlling my life and it got to the point where I would drink coffee until I could drink wine or whiskey or whatever I could get my hands on if and if I ran out of my stash sucks for everyone else if they left theirs around because I would go after it um it just really made me realize that I have so many defects. I know I got a list of them after the first time, but this time I I felt stupid almost whenever I was reading all of my resentments and how it affected me to my sponsor. It just made me feel like I was a little kid, like mad at the world for no reason. Um, I just I'm so codependent. I'm so anxious. I'm so fearful and angry and really bitter and i don't like that and just seeing all that on paper it just made me not want to read it and made me not want to be that person and i know i can't stop i can't just completely push it away but now i really do want to be better than i was before i was doing it because the book said it was what it ta- what it the book said it was what it would take to stay sober so i did it But this time, I really wanted to be better and look at those patterns. Um, For example, I used to rationalize that anytime I would get close to someone, they would leave. In reality, I was just scared to lose people. So the second I felt like I might lose them, I would start fights or I would push them away or I would leave to try to prevent that hurt and I would still feel that hurt um yeah just stupid little things like that but now I can recognize them and work on them and know in the future and whenever the situation pops up again I don't have to respond that way I don't have to have a meltdown I don't need to push people away I can just communicate with them and say hey you know I'm having this problem is this something that's true or something that I'm just overthinking? And usually I'm just the one overthinking it, and that's okay. But it's better that I can acknowledge it and be more willing to work on it now. Um, right now, currently, I am writing out some of my amends. That is um, as far as I've gotten through the steps so far the second time. And... I've had to make some, I have to write write out some living amends. Some of these people, they're dead. And I can't do anything about that. They're dead, they're gone. There's a lot of things I wish I would have did differently. A lot of things I wish I would have said to them. A lot of ways I wish I would have behaved instead, but they're gone. I can't change what I did or didn't do in the past, but I can only move forward. And try to be better and for example um, a lot of the people once I found out they were sick I avoided it I avoided them I wasn't there for them I didn't show up for them all because I was scared and one of them I couldn't even um, I had the opportunity and I didn't go to the funeral and that's not okay but I was so caught up in my own sadness, I couldn't, I couldn't be there for my family who really needed it. They needed that support, and I was too selfish. And I never want to put anyone through that again, or myself, because I, to this day, I feel guilt. But you know, I have to let that go. I can't, I can't hold on to it forever. And just even telling my sponsor that. It kind of helped get a load off of my chest, because I've been carrying around a lot of stuff for a while. It really opened my eyes. I wouldn't change anything, because everything I've done, every experience I've gone through, it's made me who I am today. I know that sounds cliche, but it's really true. Um... I'm trying to think, what else? My life since then, it's been much better. I mean, things I cannot control are still kind of crazy, but I'm working on it. I'm trying to be better. Um, Like we're about to move, I'm starting school again. There's just different really good things. And now I feel like I'm just blabbering and rambling, so. And the sex inventory, I don't even want to get into that. It was just stupid. I I was just insecure. I wanted relationships and people didn't, so I was mad at them. (laughs) And that's, that's it so far. If I think of anything else, I'll include it in another episode hopefully I'll have some people to collaborate with soon because I'm sure you're probably tired of hearing my voice (laughs) I don't blame you that's why I have music in the background well that's it for now I know it's not the most exciting thing but I'll close it out with a serenity prayer God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference have a wonderful day guys